on this episode of the podcast, we have the pleasure of hosting none other than Papa Giorgio. It's not his real name. We kept him off the camera. We kept his name a secret. You guys can kind of figure out why. You'll figure it out. This was uh, episode 53, Papa Giorgio. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. Subscribe to the show, share it with a friend, and enjoy. Well, here we go. Code name. Let's just go by Papa Giorgio. Papa Giorgio. (laughs) 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 All right, Papa Giorgio. Perfect. Papa Giorgio has lived in a lot of places in the country, right? Yeah, move around quite a bit. It's an interesting move that you have. Where'd you start? New York. New York. New York. Then down to Florida. Mm. New York, New York. Like what part of New York? Like Bronx? Bronx. Bronx. Okay. Florida. Alabama. Mm. Went back to Florida. <laughs> Kansas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now here? Now then back to Florida. Okay. And Connecticut. Mm. <laughs> now Pennsylvania. Okay. How's Bucks County treating you? I like it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I like it. It's nice. Uh, things close about, what time is it now? Now? <laughs> After five. <laughs> yeah. They're just done. It is It is tough Some in some places. That's why, you know, once you get past Doylestown, it's, it gets steep pretty quick. Yeah, I remember like, when I first got here, I was driving around and I said, go look for some farmland. And I was driving and. I said, no, I can't live all the way out here. There's nothing. I mean, there's literally nothing once you pass a certain a certain point. So like Kansas was much better? Um No, it really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Who had better pizza? It was flat. Didn't you own a pizza place? I owned a couple bars. Yeah. Yeah, I owned a couple bars. Um one restaurant, two bars, and then I, I sold them and uh went back to Florida. Nice. Yeah. So ATMs? You did ATMs or no? No ATMs. Uh, uh, a slot machine. Joker, Joker poker machines, things <laughs> like that. Yeah. 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 Those, that's good money. That's mm. good money right there. Those are the machines that like you set up on the end of the bar kind of thing? You put them at the end of the bar or they're standalone. You have people sit at them. They have a nice bar stool to get nice and comfortable. Mm. And then they just start, they just start playing. You know, it's, it's an addictive game. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, your do your kids have straight teeth? They have braces and stuff. I bet with a you know business like that, I'm sure you can, you yeah. know, do pretty well if you set yourself up right. Yeah, you can. How many I, machines I, I do you? How many machines do you need to like live off just the machines? Just the machines. Six machines. Ooh, oh shit. Yeah, problem is most states they're illegal in right. To, they don't have those machines, keto machines, and bars here. Now, right? when, they, when they when they banned them in New York, you know that's when I I got a, quite a few out in out in Kansas. Mm. Yeah. So I you know I brought them from New York out to Kansas. So because they were banned, I mean couldn't play it. But now, you know Kansas, they try to tighten the laws there too because it's competition. The lottery doesn't want any competition. They want you know they want people playing the lottery, keno. Yeah. What they want people playing. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants a piece. Yeah. Everybody's got their hand out. Top to the bottom. But you can own them in PA. PA you can own. You, you can? can? Oh, yeah. Sure mm. you can. You just have to have them in certain places? Yeah. Yeah, oh. you go to businesses. 
go to go to bars, restaurants. We can just set up like a, a a machine like here at this business. If you wanted people in here, <laughs> well, we just have like our employees just coming by just and playing gambling away. Just, the, gambling. just like, like uh, Friday, put their paycheck <laughs> next to the machine. Like what the fuck? Oh <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, we're trying to hire new employees right now. You're like sending wait, you're sending bad juju out there. <laughs> oh, you think our new hire is going to listen to the show? I don't know. You know what, though? She doesn't fit the demographic, but, like, I bet you if she has any brothers or, you know, significant other that yeah, drives a truck. Diesel truck. Yeah, if he drives a diesel truck, he's probably listening. Probably listening. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. So, of all the places you've lived, you like, is Florida, like, your spot? Like, you just keep going. Why do you keep going back to Florida? What's the deal with that? You know, I like the warm weather. Mm. I, I like the ocean. Um, you know, but Florida, it's, you know, Florida is much different. You know, when Florida in the in the 80s, in the 90s, there wasn't a lot of things going on down there. You know, there was, you know, of course, Disney World and things like that. There wasn't as many people. In the late 90s, Florida went through this population boom. It was crazy. And uh, so it's crowded. You know, Florida, it's a crowded state. And if you want to live somewhere where you have people from everywhere, mm. Then Florida is the place to be. Oh, uh, it's a melting pot. Yes. Yeah, I mean, where's yeah. like the where are like the good towns to live? Like because you always hear people like you hear people saying all like the big ones like Miami, Orlando, and all the big ones. But like, what are what like if somebody were to just like decide on a whim to move to Florida, where yeah. would your like top five spots be? You know, it depends on what they're looking for. If mm. they're if you know if it's family life, then you're you're gonna want to be up towards Central Florida, maybe North Florida. Anything above Palm Beach, mm. you're, you're okay. And then if you want more, if you're a single person and you want more of a nightlife, then you're looking at, you know, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, um, certain parts of Palm Beach uh, you're looking at. But it's a, it's, it's a different, it's a melting pot, you know. It's, it's Where's like the, what, like what town's like the rednecks? Like, you know, you, you hear like a Florida man. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard of Florida man? Oh, you're, you're going out to Okokechobee. You know, you're going to Okeechobee. Lake Okeechobee. It's a great fishing lake. It's you a great know this lake. spot? I, I do from watching multiple fishing videos. What? The Okeechobee, I think, has like five different lakes you can get to. Well, like if you, different locks. If you, you have look to go at through. a map of Florida, there's a giant hole right in the middle of the state. <laughs> yeah. That's Lake Okeechobee. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm familiar with the hole, but. Yeah. Not Kissimmee, with Lake Kissimmee has like a series of five lakes next to each Slow other. Slow down yeah. here. Don't. Dude, the bass fishing. In, you know, in I've Florida. heard, you know, and I, I got to tell you, the bass fishing is incredible. I'm The first time I went bass fishing in Florida, I'd never been fishing in my life. Six bass. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so basic. And brought me like, he's like, here's your fish. He hands it, to, hands a fish to me. He's like, I caught you a fish. It's his, uh, I, I enjoy, yeah. I enjoy his bass fishing <laughs> stories. Yeah, John. John likes to come to the local watering hole and talk about his successes in purchasing boats, yeah. um, and not catching fish. I remember he showed up with a canoe one night, and it, the <laughs> canoe lasted like a week. Pulled up, pulled up to the bar with a canoe. With a canoe, and he's like, "What the fuck? You got a canoe there for?" And That's- then. The canoe was gone, and he shows up with this powerboat. <laughs> Papa Giorgio has lived the whole the whole oh, event. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like a lot of a lot of wise people have advised you in certain areas of your life. 
I think this man is one of them, and it's, it's. I mean, like at this point, we're all just along, along for the ride. Yeah, I, I, I am not a fisherman. <laughs> I, I don't claim to be, but I don't want him to catch a fish. At this point, it's, it's too good. It's better. It's he's <sighs> over. You know, he 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 has not caught a fish, dude. How, like, if you could ride this, I mean, how how long would it take, like? Dude, when does it become newsworthy? Like, when can we call up the news and be like, hey, look, I got this guy. He has been fishing hard. We have video evidence. We have a YouTube channel with all the documentation. Never caught a fish. And they're like, ah. If I don't get a fish during the spring spawn, <laughs> that's it. Like, yeah. Is that when they're, like, hot? They're, well, they're defensive. So if you find them bedding and you throw anything at them, like you throw bread at them, they're going to fucking attack it. Oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. If you don't catch one during this That's what I'm saying. bread-throwing season. <laughs> then when we sell the boat, it will be, this boat has never caught a fish. Well, no, actually. The not a catch. That's the what boat, the boat's called. The boat has caught a fish, just not by me. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so it's not the boat. Is it the rod? I don't know. I got like 10 rods. Can't be the rod. It's it's certainly not the lures. He's got a lot of he's got a whole thing of lures. You know that spot in your the, like that side panel in your car door that like stuff falls yeah. into, or you just fill it with CDs yeah, back lures. in the day. His are all just filled with every car door is filled with lures. That or masks now. Every now and then I need a mask. I just reach into one of John's doors because I the, met shake out the dust because I met Johnny Jigs at Wawa. Johnny what? Johnny Jigs makes homemade jigs. I feel like the J- I feel like Johnny Jigs like that's like might be a little racist somewhere I, in the country. That, that is, <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to look that up. But that doesn't. When you said that, I was kind of like, No, Johnny Jigs. Is that okay? Johnny Jigs is from uh, Scott Scott Allen. Scarf. Oh. Shout out to Scarf Fishing. Okay. He's like, Yo, man, you're gonna catch a fish. You're gonna go to Johnny Jigs. He's gonna hook you up with the with the jigs. He makes a jig. He makes a spinner bait. So like, you met a, you met a dude in so, Wawa. So I text him and like we ho- he hooks me up through Instagram. The guy doesn't Instagram. He's got like two followers. He's following like one person. I think it's himself. Lucky. And uh, <clears throat> we meet at this Wawa parking lot. And like I was like flashing my lights. He was like flashing his lights, making <laughs> sure it was him. Like we pull up next to each other. I was like, dude, this feels like a fucking drug deal. <laughs> he brings out like a bag. He's like, where are we going to look at these at? I was like, I don't know. How, like on the back of my tailgate. So we pull down the tailgate. He opens up. He just dumps them all out. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Johnny Jigs, like, Johnny what do Jigs. I need? He's like, well, what do you want? I was like, I don't know. I haven't caught a fish. Like, tell me what they. And it took 30 minutes going back and forth to figure out. But it turns out the guy's like a. Uh, an expert at jigs and like how they react and how they make the crawfish look and all that bullshit. <laughs> but it was so hard getting them to sell me. I was like, I don't know, just give me 10 of them. And I'm thinking, all right, well, I can buy a jig. I can buy a jig online, you know, five bucks, six bucks. Like, all right, well, how much? He's like, uh, uh, two bucks a piece. I was like, holy shit. So I bought, <clears throat> I bought 10 of them, two bucks a piece, you know, 20 bucks. If you can do the math. Have you tried each <clears throat> jig? Haven't even taken them on my truck yet. Are those nice. are those the ones on like the left back door? Yeah, those yeah. are waiting for the bread throwing season. No, he he gave me some. He he taught me way too much about them. I got confused. I tried to write notes on little, and they came in the fucking packages. That little like weed comes in, like the little like square, the little pouches. What do they look like, John? The little I don't know, know the yeah, ziploc the ziploc like fucking pouches. 
Oh. And uh, yeah. I was trying to write on it with a pencil to, like, tell me what it did. You got over, you, oh, Johnny Jigs overwhelmed he you. He overwhelmed me. Yeah. But, but apparently they're the best. Like, uh, yeah, I've heard, sworn I've heard a couple stories about that guy. Um, they all, they all seem, he seems elusive. Like, he seems yeah. like he, you know. Yeah, so he's hard to get a hold of. So it's impressive that you, a man that can't catch a fish, apparently gets a hold of legendary Johnny Jigs. <laughs> because ever since, like you first told me about this, and you know, experience, several people have mentioned in front of you, in front of me, that they've been looking for this dude for a long time. The so. story is as full of holes as the siding <laughs> of my house right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? what happened on your house? You know, I got a, I got this little guy who lives at my house and uh Papa Giorgio Jr. Papa, Papa Giorgio Jr. I got him a he, you got so you got a young renter. He, he he's not even renting, you know. <laughs> Freeloader. And son of a bitch. He's got an air airsoft gun. And I don't know why, but he decided to shoot up the house like it's a drive-by <laughs> shooting. <laughs> so now I got 30 holes in the side of my house. I it really looks like a drive-by <laughs> shooting. And what's what's odd about it is on the other side of that wall is where my chair is that I sit in. <laughs> that that has me troubled even more than the halls. He knew exactly where I would be sitting. So So what, you think he tried to pump some through the wall and be like, so, Here, maybe so I you, could hit you? You approach him, what did he say? So he tried to take you wasn't, out. Wasn't classic defense. Wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. I mean, I guess I get I mean that you right off the bat you know he's guilty at that point. But what would have been better is what what shooting? Like, I don't know anything about any shooting. He's getting back at me because I did actually shoot him once. <laughs> Accidentally yeah. with a BB gun. I was trying to shoot this rat <laughs> that was kept coming out of the woods and was eating the, the seeds from my wife's bird feeder. I was like, you son of a bitch. So I'm out there drinking, waiting for this rat. He doesn't show up. Then my son shows up, though, and and uh, I'm holding the gun on the side of me by the by the grip, and and uh, I'm talking to my wife, and all of a sudden I hear, boom! And I looked, and he walked up, he had walked up alongside me, and he pulled the trigger, and it hit him in this toe. <laughs> <laughs> Now there's blood everywhere. <laughs> I, I can't see through this wound that he has. We got to go to the hospital now. The worst of it is this is it was on movie night, so we're, we all he won't let go of me. So my wife has to drive the car. I got I got the other kids in the car. My daughter yells, "This is the worst movie night ever!" <laughs> so we pull up at the hospital. As we're pulling up to the hospital, my wife goes, "You get him in. I'm gonna park the car." I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm about to get out of the car. And my other daughter yells, Daddy, why did you shoot him? <laughs> I said, just go park the car and leave the kids in the car. Just stay in the car with the kids. Don't bring them in. <laughs> so I go back to triage, the emergency unit, you name it. I'm back there. The doctor comes in. He goes, listen, I just want to let you know, Mr. Papa Giorgio, that we're going to have to we're going to have to uh, call the police because anytime there's a, <laughs> there's a uh, shooting, you know, we have to notify the authorities. I go, it was a BB gun. And he goes, yeah, it doesn't really matter. 
It has the word gun. We got to bring it. We got to call the police. I'm like, holy shit. So then I call my wife and I'm like, wife, where are you? She goes, oh, we're sitting in the lobby of the hospital. I'm like, shit. Uh, so, so uh, I'm like, listen, here's what's going to happen. The police are going to come. Don't let these kids start. These kids will wrap me out in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, I got nothing. So she goes, all right, all right. So she tells all the kids, listen, the police are going to come. They have to make sure he's okay, yada, yada, yada. My other son, as the officer is walking through, my son goes, ooh, daddy's going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> he walks back. He looks at it. Okay, all right, all right, okay, all right. And that was the end of the story. But ever since that failed movie night, shoot in the toe incident, he's had it out for me. <laughs> Shot up the house. <laughs> oh my, that's too much. So, uh, is there like somebody in your neighborhood like selling BB guns out of their trunk, or like how do you get a hold of this piece? Oh, we could, we could have somebody in our neighborhood selling BB guns out of a trunk. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen in our in our neighborhood. There's a lot of things. It's it's wild over there. You think it's calm in the suburbs? It's it's not. It's a whole different beast. Uh, what um? So this this young man, what what kind of what kind of gun is he working with here? Is this like a handgun BB gun, or is this like an assault rifle? Oh, this is a it's a fully automatic, like AK forty seven style airsoft gun. You know, this is with like, some with some firepower behind. Now it. maybe maybe as the father, I'm at fault. It does say on the box. Should only be used by children 18 and over. <laughs> children. Okay. Over. I don't know children, children 18. But uh, so maybe part of it, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's a, a parenting fail on my wife's no. part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like clearly falls on uh, her to teach her gun safety. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, normally when things go right, I will take the credit for them. But if it's, uh, if there's any behavioral issues. It's definitely a failure on my wife's part. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. I mean, we're with you there. Yeah, for sure. Dude, jeez. <laughs> Did you guys see that? She might have hired him to put She might have put the hit out on you. Uh, she knows how much life insurance there is. <laughs> 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 oh, that's hilarious. I was always t- told to keep that in, like, in a sealed envelope. And when I got married, my wife was like rushing to buy the life insurance for us. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm going to watch in you. Wait a I'm minute. gonna keep my eye on you. I didn't you know when I was married. I never. I didn't have life insurance when I was first married. I refused to get it. I was like, like hell, I'm getting it. <laughs> you know, it's before kids. I'm like, well, it was I'm back not. when you lived in the Bronx. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna die, and she's gonna retire with some guy <laughs> on my money. <laughs> no, she'll be work. She'll be work. She'll be working. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not here, you're gonna be working. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> but now my, my my the success of my existence solely rests on your success. <laughs> now with kids, though, we got to take care of the kids. Yeah, and, yeah, kids, kids change up that. Yeah. So you got a couple kids, three kids. You said, yeah, you know, three and a, a bunch. Yeah, I I lost track really. I I seem to go state to state. I I actually pick them up along the way. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's I don't know. So you're working with a baseball team, a soccer team? I'd say definitely a basketball team. Basketball oh, team. Yeah. Definitely okay. a basketball team. All right. 
keeps you busy. Yeah. But it's it's also diversified retirement planning. Mm. You know, because one of them, will one f- of them, yeah, one of them, maybe two, will uh, do yeah, something. Maybe we'll do something and uh, take care of me. I kind of grilled it in that that as I get older, they and they start working, they have to give me a monthly allowance. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, I mean a royalty. That's there's an argument to be made there. There's a lot of countries that do that. I think a royalty, you know, you start the royalty small, right? So they get used to it, right? As soon as they move yeah. out, they start paying. Like yeah, immediately. 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks, you know. And then eventually it'll start to grow and grow, you know. As I get older. As you, you get older, you, 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 like, you could have died so many times if it wasn't oh. for me. So, yeah, you know I, what? I, I Show, kick up some appreciation. I'm like, yeah, but daddy, what about when you shot me? I'd be like, well, you didn't die. We <laughs> got, we took you to the hospital. I got you to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could have covered it up. We could have killed you to cover it up. Could have. Could have. Think about that. Slap him on the back. Could have. <laughs> I got a question. Do you you know how The Simpsons seems to predict, like, major major moments in history? And how they do it. I yeah, but people might just be making, like, drawing quick things and, like, putting, fo- like, Photoshop's a powerful thing. Like, you don't know. Like, you never watched The Simpsons that much. No, no, much. This, this was, this um snopes it this was this was an actual simpsons episode but they got they got the guy maybe maybe it is doctored i don't know but they got the guy on top of the capitol building right and then that guy i don't know maybe somebody over there is a fucking time traveler there are there are that has gone around that somebody at the simpsons is a time traveler so it could be. <coughs> There's weirder stuff happening. Well, we in should start. Today. You know what I'm saying? We're doing a lot of this masking and things like that. We should be rounding the people up from the Simpsons, getting to the bottom of this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cancel them. Cancel culture. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do. There's some great speeches today on the Capitol floor about cancel culture. Mm. Like Jim Jordan had a good one. I'm just driving along today. I had a, I had a couple long drives to the city, back from the city. Made the phone calls, boom, turned on the YouTube TV. Some really good speeches. Even some speeches from the left that were unpopular about <clears throat> cancel culture. and They were pro-cancel culture? No, they were against cancel culture. Because they're saying, like, if it keeps, if the if the Well, the people start seeing going. that, like, if it's not abruptly halted in some way or, or fashion, um you don't come back like they're like we were talking about this the other day with somebody like when do you ever go back to something like somebody was talking about you know what i'm saying like you never like nothing ever like and people always like oh well this is the masks and like everything earlier in this year and it pissed me off so much when people were talking about the um well this is the new normal like shut the fuck shut the fuck up like are you kidding me with that shit you're just gonna allow this to happen just so easily, you know what that means? They're like, oh, well, it's only temporary. And I'm like, you are so stupid. Open a book. Like, stuff, changes like this in societies aren't temporary. I, they're, they're like, they're history altering. Like, I think, I think I, w- I w- the, one of the most, re- do you know who Jocko Willink is? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was listening to, like, Jocko Willink has, like, gone behind a paywall for his podcast. Like, you had to, like, pay for it now. 
to some degree, I guess. I don't know. But in the first podcast of like this new origin of podcasts called The Underground, he was going through like uh, psychological conditions that people have, like where everybody like crowd syndrome, where like everybody in a crowd thinks somebody's going to react to a situation so nobody does anything or like things like that. And one of them was based in, it was Google, it was Google something. But it was entirely surrounded around, like, the ignorance of human beings when things are so easily and readily available at their fingertips, they no longer choose or seek out to know them. Because they're like, I don't need to even learn that stuff. Because if I need to learn it, it's right there. So I'll learn it when I need to. So, like, the whole existence of, like, picking up a book and just, like, reading stuff to read stuff is on, like, this, like, terrible decline. And it's kind of alarming. And I think that's why you have a lot of these situations happening. So, what perceivably seem to be back to back to back to back. It's because everybody's, like, forgotten history in kind of a way. Hopefully, there's going to be people out there that like to learn. And then that they... Those would be like the thought leaders because once you learn history, you can apply it to lessons that are going on now. Like if you don't know your history, whether your history you know was biased or unbiased, as long as you have you know frame of reference, you can make better decisions. Like a company, right? Like our business. that When we know the history of the business and history of what it costs to build a home or the history with certain customers or the, the history more, with employees, the more history you have, the more you know. The more you know. We are, in general, Americans. We are a people of convenience. We're a country of convenience. We don't want to be inconvenienced in any way. So we go to one site, right? We go to Amazon. Why? Amazon has everything. I don't have to look for it. Oh, it'll be here in one day. It'll be here in 30 minutes. So we don't like to be inconvenienced at all. That's, that's uh, for the most part, if you look at everything that we do, it's for our convenience. The... We, we tried to do this. We went to Amazon and looked, like, on the things we were buying. And then could we buy those from the sites directly, like the companies directly? Oh, we completely stopped buying stuff from Amazon. And you can't, right? And you almost get the same shipping. And then the company that you buy it from makes more money. They don't have to pay, like, the Amazon fee. Um, but they just, you're right. They've been so convenient to centralize everything into, like, but, but again, they... I know it's a different situation, like, where my family looks different than your family, but Ariel completely, like, over the course of, like, time, like, it wasn't just one Saturday, yeah. figured out pretty much how to buy everything we need, not through Amazon, either buying it locally or going through, like, for dog stuff, it's, like, we go through Chewy now, right? which I think is probably going to get bought by Amazon <laughs> I'm sure. pretty soon. You're buy the I'm like, it's okay. I was looking at, like, if you look at their, like, the Chew- the company that owns Chewy, they look like, they look purchasable. They're out of Florida. They're out of uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Amazon, I think Chewy might have been the first company to to have reoccurring purchases. Like, I love that. Like every three weeks, you get a dog food or cat food or whatever, and then Amazon started to do it with their grocery stuff. Now Amazon has those buttons that you have in the closet. You just like push a button when you're out of paper towels, and paper towels fucking show up at your house. Mm-hmm. We used to have those, and the batteries died. But yeah, I was in. I was involved in. Not necessarily with Amazon, but with a company that had a contract with Amazon years ago. And if you purchased a faucet or like a toilet or something like that uh, that needed to be installed, it went through this a friend of mine's company. And 
they managed like the contractor network and uh, that relationship and like the fees and things like that. And it, that was seven years ago and they're just now getting around to like perfecting that model. So like you got to think like you, you, everybody thinks Amazon just all of a sudden started offering some of these services, but they've been like slowly rolling out these things and perfecting their model for years. Like a lot of people make fun of them for their, their partnership with whole foods. Um, because they're going to do that, like, walk out of the store, no checkout. Did you see that? I haven't seen that. So, like, they're just going to have, like, these kind of, like, not metal detectors, but metal detectors up to, like, the waist high is, the, is, like, what the simulation looks like. And when you walk into the store because of the RFID chip in your phone, your existence will be recognized in the store. So whatever you pick up off the shelf will be recognized as, like, you purchasing it, and you can just fucking walk out. I don't so, like I don't I don't like this new technology. This so, is Terminator. Sound so somebody made a video. Somebody made a video that it was like introducing Amazon's new like don't pay model, and it was just like people. It was like clips of like the riot of people just like bashing their way out of the store with the TV. Like you so, it was pay. all these clips like just spoofing on it. It was pretty funny. But is that Alexa bitch? Is she involved in this? Probably. I know it. We'll see. Convenience. That kind of convenience is the in like in reality is awesome. But that starts a whole different surveillance and tracking method. They probably already do it. Like when you enter a store, like they have an idea where you are. No, look at the reward cards. Well, you right? have to, you really like, you have to look at the value, like in not necessarily just even the dollar value of everything in like your operation, like your, your movements. And for us, like an easy example would be, you know, we can only build so many homes a year. Like, we only have so many people. There's only so many people in the job market to do what we do. It's very hard to find employees to even grow the company. So, you know, we're going to build this many homes a year. We're going to build the best 10 to 12 homes a year. Totally okay. But if we come up and, you know, we have the opportunity to like a 13th home comes along and that number 13 was better than any one of those other homes that we're building we lost out potentially like you can look at it that way. And I, I like, sometimes I don't think people always do that cost benefit analysis. Um, or you do it as like a habit for stuff like technology and things. They're like so eager to, you know, reap the benefit, but nobody ever sits back and looks at the cost ever like text messaging. Like nobody thought about texting and driving. Yeah. Everybody just thought about texting. And now look how much how much does it suck relationships with people suck. I listen because of texting. But like everybody when they first got texting, like people like my dad back in business back in the day. Oh man, look, I can, you know, hit my sec like I can do so much more. I don't have to be at the office. Like and now it's like and then it turned over on them and then it was like you could get texts all hours of the day. So it was like unrelenting. So it was like that so ease of doing your job actually allowed your job to get more into your life. So in 1903, and I was listening to this. This is how quickly technology accelerates. 1903, two brothers learned how to fly. 100 feet, very poorly. <laughs> okay? It's like the beginning of a movie. 44, 44 years later, <laughs> Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier. So from 19, 44 years, think about that short distance. And then 
20 some 22 years after that we landed on the fucking moon so allegedly i get out of here with the allegedly dude i don't know so in sick in a lifetime not even a lifetime (laughs) 75 percent of a lifetime we went from not knowing how to fucking fly to landing on the moon but think about all the advances that have happened since then and only if we had a Congress or a country or, like, a world that was united in a front of something, mm. how much more we could, like, figure out. And instead, they're going with, like, their second impeachment for Trump. For what? So he doesn't get secret service and a presidential library? <laughs> we just like, went from, like, fuck? that type of impeachment. All right. It's like they're this, not. This, hold the they're fin. Not, hold we, the fin. They're not. We're moving quick here. They're hold not the fin. Being, the technology argument you pose is an interesting one. You know, like, the first time you drove to the beach, you were like, Oh, I thought this was going to be way further away. Right? Oh, I lived in Montana. It was really fucking far. Yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, when you moved to this yeah, area, you're yeah. like, oh, that was so easy, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like the first time they went to the moon, they were like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Let's never fucking go back again. Okay. So you're back on the. <laughs> <laughs> Tinfoil hat shit. Like, no argument needed. Why did we just never go back again? We went up there. We were like, look, Russia, here's our dicks. Hold the microphone. Drop the microphone. We are. We made it. We actually, I don't know. Like, because if you think about it, like, wouldn't we have gone back if it was so easy to do? Maybe they were just really disappointed when they got up there. Like, this sucks. Yeah, it'd be like going to the beach at, like. Atlantic City. It's not going to be. You think space is oh, space is good enough? Let's just build a space. I, mean, I, I find it funny that space you mentioned 1903, and the two gentlemen a hundred feet. You off probably the ground, read that right off his computer screen. Right? Yo, I'm looking at the <laughs> you, I know you Jocko podcast exclusives. Forty four years later, Chuck Yeager breaks the sound barrier, right? And then 1965. 69 we, we put a man on the moon right so basically from 1969 to now we really haven't done shit we've impure, improved uh fuel economy well, that's what i'm saying but, but the jetsons had us in flying cars what where we've where is gone this? we've there gone is a- rumors though that we have a secret base on mars that israeli dude leaked it did you see that <laughs> that israeli dude has leaked a lot that intrigues me and probably made my tinfoil hat bigger on my fucking head. Hey, apparently, there's a everybody space wears a tinfoil hat. Nobody wears a tinfoil hat except for you. If you don't wear, a it's true. Hat. I do. I, I pulled into do the. Have one. I pulled you into our our local watering hole, and as a joke, Papa Giorgio shows up with a fucking tinfoil hat on, wrapped right around my head. But it was meanwhile. Funny. Meanwhile, it was pretty funny. While the government is scanning. Picking up everyone at the watering <laughs> hole. It's bouncing right off my head. They're like, oh, don't raise his insurance rates. This guy's not at the watering hole. <laughs> uh, I started, well, I started shopping now with a VPN on and then shopping from like another poorer country. I don't know. They say it makes a difference. I don't know if it does. They say it really does. Like when you buy airline tickets, if you put like a virtual private network on a VPN, um, they charge you ba- like if you search from New York City, like Manhattan, they're gonna charge you a different thing than if you search from like Alaska or wherever. Mm. That's interesting. Have you tried that? No, but I just started. I just started doing it full time VPN. Andrew taught me that. You know the VPN? Oh yeah, VPN hard. 
I don't I, let those I, motherfucker I, track me. It just yeah, masks I, where you're searching from. Oh. So DuckDuckGo, everyone talks about DuckDuckGo and everything, but like everyone talks about Firefox, but Firefox is just as censorship as like the other I'm ones. Sure they are, yeah. Um, but he taught me that. Like you, you, you mask your location, and it changes like all sorts of cookies. Like they don't try to like target market you. It really like helps out like just your whole experience online. Yeah, it basically creates. I'm not gonna go into it. It your IP address is like your location on the internet. Yeah. Um, it just makes you a fake one of those. Okay. It's a virtual one. Virtual preferred network. Almost like when they used to have the phones that you plug into your computer. Jan- yeah. I forgot yeah. the name of it, right? Yeah. And you get all of a sudden it says you're calling from Montana. Yeah. But you're not. But you're not. You're in Kansas. <laughs> 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 See? Only he would have that to yeah. mask his location. I mean, well, like okay, Italians have things like that. But um, Magic Jack. <laughs> That's what it was. Magic, yeah, Magic Jack. Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't so, know, but like the thing with the politics that you keep loving to get into is like is not a new like the, this notion new. that pol- like politics are corrupt or anything isn't new, and like I f- I came across this story a while back and it like we're going back to Kennedy, aren't we? No, I held on to this for a while for no particular reason, but like everybody knows who John. I like thought about it because we were talking about the the moon. And John Glenn um, was the first American to orbit the Earth. Yes, he was. If you don't know that. Knew that. Right? Space camp guy. He, he, uh, he was a former Marine. He was an aviator, though. Yeah. Not like a boot Marine. No, most of... But he did see combat in World War II and Korea. And then he went back to the fucking... Like, he went back again to orbit... Like, he was... Oh, Oldest shit. The oldest American to orbit the Earth, too. He's an orbiter. Yeah, because he's PT God. Um, But anyway, in 1974, he ran for Congress um, against this dude, uh, Howard Messenbaum. Mm. And they opened, they, like, had this, like, uh, debate. And Howard Messenbaum called out, like, at the time, Colonel John Glenn and said he had never held a job before so how would he like run how like how would he know how to like run for politics and like run the thing and he said never held a job before oh shit yeah so he he then unleashed this like these remarks um john glenn did john glenn did in this debate he turned to howard and said i spent 23 years in the u.s marine corps uh, I lived through two wars. I flew 149 combat missions. My plane was hit by anti-aircraft fire on 12 different occasions. I was in the space program. It wasn't my checkbook. It was my life that was on the line. It was not a 9-to-5 job where I could take time off and take the daily cash receipts to the bank. And then he goes on. He's like, and then he was basically asked... Like the next, like it was Veterans Day was coming up, I think, and he asked Howard Messenbaum to like come to the like war memorial ceremony. And he was like, "Why don't you come to me and tell these people that they don't, I got the last they the never quote. had a job, be- they never held a job before." And I like read this and I was like, "Dude, these pieces of shit have been running for office and getting in for like a lot longer than like we currently are talking about." And everybody wants to go and be like, "Hey, like the current condition in our country is so fucking terrible." 
but it takes a long time for things to get to where they are. And the people that are now coming into power, regardless of where you sit politically, are the ones that have held power in the majority of cities and like within our country for a very long time. I'm going to make some chills. So it's just kind of like... You're going to get some chills out there. I'll tell you, Howard. Don't Matt's be so, so short. You should be on your knees every day of your life thanking God that we're, there were some men, some men who held the job. And they require a dedication to purpose and a love of a country and a dedication to duty that is more important than life itself. And their sacrifice is what made this country possible. I have held a job, Howard. Yeah. Glenn went on to defeat Metzenbach in the primary and held his Senate seat from 1974 to 99. That's the That's problem. Fucking so the reason I brought this hard, like I brought this Beautiful. up um, was like we need more people like John Glenn, like we need, like, like I have a lot of respect for Jocko and the jujitsu world. He'll never run. He, like, I think he will. Like, I think we need people like Tulsi's in there. Tulsi. She's like, she's holding it up. But like, we need Dan Crenshaw. We need people that are like, not necessarily veterans. Like this is, this man's a veteran and he's very powerful about it. But like, like you need people like, you know, who, who? of, of, of like credibility, so you so also like you don't want like because like when I was a kid, like the perfect fucking example I had, we had a gym teacher when I was in elementary school. His name was Doctor Harris. This motherfucker had a doctorate in early childhood physical education, and he was fat as shit. Right? <laughs> Why the fuck should I be listening to you about gym or anything associated with this classroom? When you, when you, like, you don't even take your own health seriously, right? You have zero credibility to me. Well, and I think a lot of these people. told them that as like a 10-year-old. Uh, we had a rough, we had a rough thing going. Like, yo, motherfucker. We had a rough thing going. Papa he, Giorgio Jr. going to pop off like what, that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What problem, the problem, the reason I fucking called him out the one day in fourth grade, he didn't make it till fifth grade. Like, yeah, I think he had some health complications and we got this other dude that looked like Tony Hawk. Um, <laughs> that guy could play soccer. We respected him. He, this guy in like fourth grade just like would just like talk shit and be like, oh, like, oh, stop picking your nose. And like you wouldn't be picking your nose, but he would pick on like the kids in class that like, I don't know, me and like maybe two other kids. So one day I just lit him up. I'm like, pick, picking my nose. I was like, I was like, dude, you fat shit. Like, like, like you're teaching us gym class, trying to make these casual jokes to make me look bad. And I like lit him up. I was like the, probably too smart for my own good when I was a child. Why is there judgment on picking your nose? I mean, don't act. Every, don't act, act like you haven't picked your nose before, dude. I was sitting Everybody between two hot, classy fourth graders. Fucking like love a, picking my right? nose. Absolutely. Well, but if yeah, I, everyone's like, you picked your nose. Well, now as an God. adult, like, yeah, I fully embrace it. Like, they're like, why do you have tinted windows? I'd be like, fucking picking my nose in peace, dude. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But we need people of like that's the perfect example. Like, you have all these people in office. And, like, I went to college and high school with a lot of these kids. Like, they go from high school to college. They do, like, debate club in college or whatever their, like, thing is. They volunteer for somebody's, like, campaign. They get a law degree. Next thing you know, they're, like, teaching somebody else's class. They're teaching in college. And then they end up in somebody's, like, political sphere. They end up on a campaign. Now they're somebody's chair. Like, and then they're involved in politics. And then next thing you know, they're 70 fucking years old and they've been in politics their whole life. And it's like, you haven't stepped out. You haven't served in the military. You haven't served a table of a restaurant. You haven't. And like, that's not your fault. This isn't me like faulting you for that because of like your life path and your choice. But like, you have to like acknowledge your perspective 
isn't that of the people you are trying to serve. All right, I got the list of U.S. senators by state. Okay, which is public. Okay. Uh, how did, you, how did got, you find that information? <laughs> it was fucking. I had to go on that VPN. He always whips these things out. Like, look, guys. All right, Alabama. There's two senators, both Republican. One's a lawyer. One was a football coach and a football player. Okay. Alaska, both Republican. One was a lawyer. One was a United States Army Corps lawyer. See, Marine Corps lawyer. All lawyer. fucking lawyers. All right, Arizona. The Democrat, socialist worker, political activist, lawyer. Social worker. Arizona, Arizona the, the other Democratic, he was a United States eight, uh, officer and a NASA astronaut, right? Um, let's keep going through. Uh, California, uh, Feinstein, nonprofit organization fellow. Those are her job descriptions. Wait a minute, are you, are you skipping states? I am. Kamala okay. Harris, lawyer. I'm just trying to, like, speed it up because, like, I don't. No, hit the hit the top ones. Hit like California, Texas, New York. All right, Colorado, both Democrat. One was a geologist, one's a lawyer. Connecticut, both Democrat, both lawyers. Delaware, one was both U.S. I see a lot of military lawyers, right? And then a lot of non. This other guy's a nonprofit organization executive lawyer. Florida, lawyer, lawyer. Georgia, Georgia's only got one. Uh, they hadn't probably decided. Just couldn't um, go in your corporate uh, Hawaii, Hawaii teacher and then lawyer. Idaho lawyer, lawyer. Illinois lawyer, and the other one's a National Guard. Uh, New York. That fucking guy from um, Montana teacher, music teacher. <laughs> that's there you go. See, that's what I'm talking about. He's like the, he's the Democrat. The Republican is businessman. Nebraska rancher. Republican, and the other guy was House staffer, professional university president, Nevada, both Democrat, lawyer. The other one's a computer software designer. Look, so probably, like he probably work for Dominion. New Jersey, Bob Mendez, lawyer. Cory Booker, lawyer. New York, Chuck Schumer, lawyer. Kirsten Gillenbrand, lawyer. They're all fucking lawyers. Lawyers. And how? When would you? So when like when you, you get divorced, right? Who makes out in the divorce? The lawyer. The fucking lawyers. Who makes out in the prenups? So you got the an lawyers. entire fucking Congress trained, or Senate, sorry, an entire Senate trained to argue with each other at the client's expense. Uh, we are the motherfucking clients, here's dude. Here's the word, I just, though. I can't tell you this, but I may have looked at this list before. Holy the, fuck. The word, though, the word yeah. I've heard over the past couple weeks is two words, political career. Right, they're putting their political career in jeopardy. The word there that's wrong is career. It's, it's a not, service. It's a service. It's not meant to be a fucking career. They're there for forty years, fifty years. They should be two terms and done. Next person. So that way, whether or not I don't, I don't really care. But there's term limits on the president. Right. So they should be two two terms in the Senate. I think that they should change instead of doing a two year term in Congress. It should be a four-year. Because the first thing they do after Diane, they get elected... They do, they do need a little bit more time right. to do shit. So four years. Two four-year Di terms. Diane Feinstein is 87 months. She was born in 1933. And how long she was she in there? Only since November 92. They elected her at 75 years old. All right, this is the, the longest assumed people in Congress right now. It says assumed office. Uh, Patrick Leahy, Democrat from Vermont, 75. Okay, so here's another point I need to 46 make. 46 years. Besides the term limits, right, we all have that older member of our family that, like, 
maybe it doesn't happen frequently. Maybe it only happened once in your lifetime. But we've all had that one interaction where you sit down at a fucking table and that dude is just like too old for his own good. Like his perspectives on things are just not realistic. Like you're like, dude, like, have you picked up a newspaper recently? Like, what are you saying, grandpa? Like that, the fact that like there is a limit on the young end of presidency and probably i'm pretty sure for governors as well there should also be a limit at the older end of things not from like a health perspective but at a certain point like unless you're just an old wise man which it would at that point just like cash in on your shaman status and just be like an advisor you know what i'm just be an advisor dude right but like if you're president and like you're you're a great grandfather i could argue your perspective is not benefiting that middle working like you need to be connected to like the most powerful part of our country and that's the middle working class so like if you can't tap into that you shouldn't be considered for president go john my fucking kid yesterday asked what age could they serve to we're talking about that and i we said well the president you have to be 35 and then congress you have to be 25 or 30 whatever it is yeah and my daughter's like well when do you stop being that and my wife and I were just sitting there. And I swear to God, last night you fucking said this. She's like, my wife and I are like, I guess when you fucking die. Yeah, that's the, the case. Young, so, so you have, the youngest person in Congress is 41, okay? Right. the but By the time you get up to 10th or 50, you're telling me a 50-year-old is trying to understand what censorship means on Twitter and fucking Facebook and Instagram. They don't fucking understand any of that. And so they're making fucking rules about censorship. And they don't even know. It's like my grandfather, my my old uncle trying to figure out, oh, the, the Twitter, you know, they still get Wall Street Journal delivered to their fucking house and they're clipping newspaper things and mailing them to people. You know what I mean? They don't understand social media. How the fuck are they making laws? And because they don't understand social media and like I saw Corey Richardson, who was on the podcast previously, also make this this point, which I can make a counter to- like point to very easily, that like these are private companies. So like they're able to like, block or suspend or do whatever they want you know right but um the argument hasn't successfully been made that like these you know are utilities these are public utilities they hit a majority of the qualifications to be that they're also monopolies like there's only three or four corporations that control all of that monopolized information i got that so here so here's the point that you know, if you're out having these conversations, don't have like these attack and arguments. But if you're having these conversations, John likes to attack people. <laughs> if you have the conversation, Facebook is the same as Verizon. Verizon wouldn't call up Donald Trump and be like, we're no longer letting your cell phone work because we don't like you. I'm pretty sure you could ask one of those 50 million fucking lawyers in Congress that's illegal. I'm pretty sure I'm positive it's sure. That's fucking amazing. So, like, it's, you cannot just, like, like, even if they're criminal, right? So, like, say, you know, Pablo Escobar or whatever had a good cell phone plan or his kids had a cell phone plan. His cell phone plan was shitty. I'll tell you that. Yeah, they caught him. They caught him. They got him on a rooftop. (laughs) He was trying to get a signal up there. (laughs) So, think about this. Like, say, like, say say Apple was like, you know what? We don't agree with, you know, the Escobars. None of your kids can use their cell phones anymore. Like, that's illegal. So, like, because that's, you're preventing communication. Like, so, 
right? Because Verizon and these are public utilities. All of that technology and resources is shared. The internet and everything is shared. So, like, whether or not this information is housed on their servers, they're still, like, the only monopolized avenue for certain levels of communication and a lot of people's communication. I would say a vast majority to some degrees. So, like, to completely... Dis- disenable somebody regardless of like how you feel about trump like the guy's obviously a little bit unstable and like says a lot of random shit and like goes too far with things and a lot in some people's opinions but like to completely take away his access if you were to compare that to cell phones or phones like that would be unthinkable and like you that like somebody needs to go and make that argument that like maybe they're don't doesn't need to be some heavy regulation but like there needs to be like a step in and be like hey look the ayatollah has a fucking twitter account and successfully communicates to like the the people don't realize but the middle east like if two out of ten people in the united states use twitter it's like seven out of ten nine out of ten in some of those like saudi arabia india like some of those countries so like the ayatollah which like if you don't know who that fucking is it's like the pope Kind of for like, so like he, he, he instigates the world a little bit over in that region, have more so than fucking Trump so does. The, and he has free access to the whole world. So like, if you're going to hold these checks and balances, like somebody needs to be like, Hey, these are the neutral checks and balances. If you, well, hit- same thing with free speech, the checks and balances are free speech. You can have free speech as long as you're not slandering somebody. You're not, you're not, uh, uh, fuck. Threatening someone's life, instigating, instigating chaos, yeah. murder, so rape, would you all be, those things. But would, like nowhere in and and you have senators and Congress people getting censored now just for like posting a story that doesn't do any of those free like their their hands and that's the problem and it's it's their hands selecting who to censor. Did they censor fucking Chris Como when he told people to go out and get violent? Did they censor? Um, did they censor that stupid, what's that guy on CNN, the angry guy at night? The, um, but you would be okay with them censoring when he call, Trump. When he if calls they, Trump's a fascist and says that they should go out and run. Like, but would you be okay with them censoring Trump in the way that they did if they held those same standards across the board? I would uh, not. No. I would not. I okay, so we, we can agree that, like, regardless of what that man says or people do say. Unless they threaten someone's life. Yes, correct. Right. So, like, we have evidence and, pr- like, the, that's the unfortunate side to the world of cell phones and the media now. Like, it's so easy to clip up these people saying all of this shit in the past. Not even so far ago that everybody forgot about it. It was only a few months ago. It was, like, literally 10 years ago, but it was only six months ago. Um, They... There was a lot of left and right instigation across the year for different events or whatever. And, like, the corporations in the social media world only really attacked one side of that, you know, sphere. And I think if they, if you're going to make the private industry argument, you still have to, you know, be a balanced company, I guess. I think if... Freedom of speech today is only as free as if you agree with it. And that's that's people's definition. I don't agree with it, so therefore I don't want it. So there really is no freedom of speech. Um, I, I think it's disgraceful what, what these corporations have done with the president. 
okay? Because you'd mentioned the Ayatollah before saying death to the West and bomb this and bomb that, and Twitter doesn't ban them from it. They they allow it. Trump has said no no thing. And no. he's not even a U.S. citizen. No, he's not. He's not a U.S. citizen. <laughs> so fuck so, that, dude. So <laughs> it, it's amazing to me that, that people are so eager to surrender and accept the loss of rights. Um, it's very dangerous. I, there would not be an outcry... I believe from people on the left, if Verizon, I don't know if the president has Verizon or not, maybe he has T-Mobile, so I don't want to just say Verizon, but I think it would be... He might have boost. It, it would not surprise me if if they uh, canceled his, his uh, cell phone service tomorrow and, and people on, on that side of the aisle would be like, good, we don't need to hear from him. At which point the president's going to be buying burner phones, you know, and uh, being like Jack Bauer from 24, you know, it, it's... It really is disgraceful. Okay, okay. So, like, they'll, here's where it goes even farther. Okay. Twitter, they, they, they reference their terms of service. I get that. But, but think about all the apps on all these phones that do things that are not good, right? You have a lot of shady fucking apps out there, right? They spy on your kids or whatever. But for Google and Apple, the two biggest phone platforms in the United States, other than Samsung, to shut down Parler yeah. off of their app store because they said that they didn't censor people having hate speech or whatever it may be. It's like you could go on Twitter and find a million of those examples of the same hate speech, but yet they allow the apps to continue. So you can't, you can't choose both sides. And again, hate speech threatening someone's life is not okay, and that needs to be shut down. But for them to hand-select Parler do that do you know how many other apps out there that are like here's the other thing and i saw this the other day you're telling me that the that the media and these big tech companies shut down conservative speak and they shut down extremism which they should but they shut it down like that and they can't figure out how to get rid of child pornography are you fucking kidding me they did it in two days listen they only decided to shut down parlor on on google and apple after President Trump announced that he was going to parlor, at which point they pulled the platform. And Correct. then Amazon and then it, says, we're pulling the web service. Have you ever heard of a server company not hosting a... Uh, you, so you tell me all those server companies that host, again, child pornography websites and shit that have been caught. Just, they don't pull it. You could just pull their thing, but they don't. So think about every other American's private business, okay? Google, Apple... Because they were blocking anything they don't like to do you. with your business. Well, what's going to happen? What poten- what potentially could happen here is like reverse segregation. Not necessarily in the terms of like skin color, but like you can't come here. You're a Republican. You can't eat in my restaurant, or you got to go to the Republican restaurants, or you got to go to the Democratic. Right? That's like slowly but very quickly. What a situation! It's not slowly. Look, it, so, like, because what Donald Trump will do next, or somebody will do next, will be like, "Oh, here's a huge here." Like, entrepreneurs exist everywhere, just like these slump scumbag lawyers. People like me and John exist not in political careers, stealing people's shit. We're out here creating solutions to problems. So when somebody like us hears something like that, they hear, "Oh, Donald Trump has a problem." He needs someone to host his parlor app. That takes an insane amount of computers. I have an insane amount of computers. I will do that. I'll help you, Donald. 
and somebody will step up and help them. And then the left will be like, that person's canceled, right? And then they'll be like, okay, well, we have our own computer system. So like, that's fine. And then somebody else will step up and help that person. And then they'll be like, that person's canceled. And then there'll be like such a large group of people in the canceled category that there'll be equal amount of people in the canceled category as there will be in the uncanceled category. And that'll be liberals and Republicans. So Uganda just had a had an election coming up. I think it's coming up. And Twitter condemns Uganda for blocking social media apps and censoring the internet before the election. Motherfuckers. That's, you don't fuck with Uganda. So every country, and this is one of the arguments that you're like, every country has the internet coming into it and out of it. And mm. two, and you got a bet. And I know it, like they have intercontinental data lines that go, or they do a lot of stuff by satellite, but they have the, the lines. Mm. They have an incoming and an outgoing. They can easily, and that's how China does it, and that's how other countries, they filter the information that is put on the internet, whether some it's people. true or not, for some people, unless, like, you know how to get around that. But, and it, and it, I don't know enough about it, but United States could easily have promoted or let through, or whoever's in control of those servers let through certain things about, A, the coronavirus. Remember all the videos about Chinese people fucking falling over? I'm a... I'm a I'm a I'm a guilty of that. <laughs> I sent all those shit everywhere. I probably scared like ten people. And then then I yeah, John sending them out in the middle of the night. We're in Vegas, and like so, there's the time difference. And John's like, I accidentally sent some videos out last night, like really fucking late. It was like really early back home. <laughs> They're like, John, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, No, I'm not okay. But maybe all the information I was getting was meant to be seen, right? It's filtered. It's either coming out of China filtered or it's coming into this country filtered. So until you have, and, and Andrew kind of like, first off, Andrew called a couple good points coming up. One, he said we needed to like, you know, private, he said private servers will become a, a new thing again. Two, he, he, he said, what's the difference of you saying the gender, like I'm, I'm, uh, oh, the I'm, pro I'm proclaiming I'm a she, you have to call me a she. Why can't you proclaim like I'm Mexican? You gotta be. I'm. I feel inside. So there was I'm a there was a joke I right? actually lit just because you eat at a Mexican restaurant. I no, I know. I'm not. Mexican. But so what I'm the saying association, is like, the associate, yeah, like it was a joke on the association of like people like I associate as an you it, know it, a, it a non, whatever your whatever. pronoun is, and like my joke was like it just took the associations just like a little bit further each time where it was like okay you can do the you can do the gender change and i like we said chris jenner it's actually bruce jenner oh shit yeah people oh like i had a couple people reach out i'm like it was a joke they're like dude you guys totally just ran <laughs> i was like i was like yeah you guys don't realize that like a lot of times i'm like serious but i'm joking yeah um you you know that there's only what you sometimes deliver a point you just slam it so far past where you need it to go that people are like, it's funny now, but like I see what you're doing here because if you don't take it far enough, you're just an asshole. Yeah, but you know that that Democratic congressman who d gave that prayer where he said, "Amen and a women." You know what? Here, an here, idiot. Yeah, oh, what, what idiot? But, but here's him. the deal, though: the Democratic Party is so inclusive. That guy just alienated all the trans people. He said, "Amen, a women." What about a training? What, what about a? What do we say for that one? Amen means he, he so really, be he, it. He really right? boxed himself in there. I, I, probably the translation of so be it is a horrible translation, but in the in the more romantic languages of when that was written, like amen, like Arabic or whatever it was back then, like 
Aramaic. It means so be it. It means like we are now finished or whatever it is. Like amen is not like a gender. Like a, you're it's not a, saying it means adjourned. Yeah, you're not saying amen to a man God. You're saying amen being I'm pretty sure that's all it is. I mean, like that's all my prayer was. Amen. Jewish yeah, faith, angry Hebrew, we got a Shebrew. I mean, what? It, it was the most ridiculous thing, and the fact that and people people ran it, with it, they applauded yeah, him, they, they applauded it, they stood up and clapped. I don't even think they know why they're clapping anymore. They think one person claps and it's like a cue on that side of the aisle. Everybody rise, let's clap. It's almost like the we in a communist country where you see the person holding the sign saying, "Clap," and they all start clapping. And so the third point you were making which I lost it, was even more, like we talked about the animals. The No, we talked about the uh, the the server. We talked about this. And you had just made a point before we started that whole thing. We went down that rabbit hole. Mm. Fuck. What, right now? Yeah, just now. What were we just talking about before all that? God damn it. I don't know. We were talking about, like, how the division of, like, people, like, in the categories of, like, everyone. Oh, be, yeah. That's what you're saying, like. Like there's you you called it there's no there's it's not going to be like a, a and a, it might not be Republican versus it's Democrat it's not a it's it'll not be a, woke versus unwoke and it's not a geographic like it's not a geographic it, it's like war. a cold war but for space in the internet information war it, the 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 new currency is how much internet or how much control of internet you have that's the new currency right like Twitter Google Apple Facebook they all have. More power Mass, than the government. They have more power than they just showed. They have more powerful than the United States government, and there ain't one fucking thing we can do with it other than the Section Thirty, which makes them a public utility essentially, and they can't censor anybody unless they do it across the board. They can't, but there's no way is that getting passed. So, even though the Democrats were calling for that to get passed back in like the fall, now, good luck. Those companies will ruin countries in the next 50 to 100 years there will no longer be governments there will no longer be, be amazon land they're gonna be amazon land like i i i am in that's i work like instead of being a, an american i'm gonna be an apple think about it. we're america we're the the beacon of we're the beacon right we're the freedom and if they fucking we're control around us, the world we're the ones the world, that we're countries. the fucking ones that ruined everything uh, they look at us around the world now we we, we, we couldn't get the election right we got we we Potential election fraud. We got all this stuff going on. People are looking at us. Now we got censorship, right? People are like, wait a minute. This is the president of your country. Who else is going to be censored, right? So this is countries are looking at us saying, yeah, America's not all it's cracked up to be. You know, they got a lot of problems over there. And we're moving closer and closer and closer to a complete so socialist state. Well, you also have to realize that, like, I mean, I've traveled abroad a fair amount, and I've seen my fair share of, you know, pro-America and anti-America shit. And um, some of those countries, like, actually filter out what about America they want their people to hear. So, like, even if we are fucking doing the dirty laundry business, it's it's kind of like a lot of people shouldn't be as worried as, like, you think, because, like, a lot of other countries already kind of, like, have America in the tabloid com even if to a, make themselves that even way. Even if there were... Many, but I agree, like, we shouldn't be airing out our dirty laundry the no, way we are. Even if there were many successful countries around the world who run a socialist society, we introduce it here, we'll fuck it up. Um, in America, we will fuck it up. Well, there's it, it been 42... Forty. You might have to fact check me on this one. I'm going to go into it. But it'll be, I think there's 42 countries have tried... Like the communist model, what's what's the record? It's it's. I think there's 
two or three that are still trying, um, but the rest are have all failed. St- we're all failed states. But that was that was one of the. I heard that on the pot podcast on I don't know what podcast it might have been Rogan. They were talking about socialism and communism, and if communism and in socialism works so good, show me a socialist country. Right, there is not one, and people say, "Oh, Switzerland or Sweden or whatever." It's not really. It's not really. The only thing they have is like they have such a small population. They have Philadelphia. Un- yeah, it's like <laughs> it's the size. Of, it is it's Philadelphia, <laughs> and they have they have like universal stuff, but they actually went away from the socialist jobs and the socialist economy. The only thing that they, they don't have, have true socialism. Yeah, the only thing they have left that's somewhat socialism is their is their medical thing, just because they're doesn't they're Ber- so small. doesn't Bernie say he's a democratic socialist? Isn't that the word they use? But that's not a real thing. It's it's not, but doesn't he say that? Yeah. Democratic socialist? I'm pretty sure. I, I can't for certain. I'm, I'm pretty sure he has said that. Didn't, it, Hitler, didn't Hitler say before they used the word Nazi, didn't they say democratic socialist? Yeah. I, I, I don't know if they're the same things or they not. They may or may not be. You know what? We'll probably find out. We're going to uncharted <laughs> we're gonna we're going f- to we're gonna waters f- here. We're going to, I mean, I've uncharted waters for us way deeper than that. Israel, <laughs> India, <laughs> Israel, India, and United Kingdom all adopted socialism following World War II. That's from heritage.org. Yeah, but their model they, of they socialism. It. No, they, they tried it and they rejected it. Like they uh, tried yeah. and they rejected Like it didn't, like it didn't take long. Yeah. Yeah, so my my thing, like, to tie back, like, all those points would be if if you want to successfully combat these corporations, you need to apply term limits on every political position that's elected. You're any, here. Any elected official. And then the primary reason is, is money. Um, after someone has served, like, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So, like, the longer someone is in the position that they're in, the further, one, the further detached they are from the original reason, you know, you got into the fight. Now you're, now you're a political person. You don't remember what it was like on the outside world. Two, when you put a term limit on someone, you know what? Everybody works better with time limits. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you were the kid in school that got like two extra periods to take a test, fuck you. I'm sorry. Like, I believe in learning disabilities. I have disabilities. Everybody's disabled in one way or another. We've seen that this year. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is like, you got that extra time, but like, maybe you just shouldn't have been in that class to begin with. Like, why are we enabling this bullshit? So, like, the longer the term limits are in place, the longer these people are dipping into the pot. You know, whether or not they're taking money directly from these corporations or somehow getting some sort of benefit, there's influence there. It's lobbyists. We all know that exists. Like, it's not me tinfoil hatting. Like, that's a real, that's a whole industry. It's a real deal. It's like when, it's like when my wife and kids go away for a week and I got all these things that I'm going to get done. Hmm. And then all week long, I do absolutely nothing yeah. And then the last day I run around like a maniac trying to make it look like I did something. Yeah. Right? Give them a time limit. Because right now, they're there for 40 years and they haven't done shit. They just like a lot of them just never really they're like, "Oh, we'll, we'll just keep fighting. I, you got to reelect me so that I can keep fighting for you cuz we're not done yet." It's like <laughs> if you if you took that sales pitch to any other sort of application, you'd be like, "You're scamming me." Like if somebody came to me and was like, "Hey, I need you know, like like if Ron Fish, the electrician, came to me and every couple of weeks and was like, look, man, I know we were going to get this house done, but 
It's almost perfect. It's going to be perfect. I'm going to, they sell you like this, like illusion, delusion of grandeur with this like utopia, like this like idea. Then like, who was it the other day? Somebody in front of me and John said like the world's too idealistic. It needs to like balance back towards like realism. It needs a realism check. And I'm like, well, they didn't check after last year. I blame the hippie movement. Because everyone was like, love, flowers, hug each other, wear floppy clothes, and be like, yeah, man, everything's sweet. Like, yeah, my friend, right? You did it, that well. Dude. <laughs> but it's like, dude, humans are fierce, right? Humans probably, I mean, they. Humans are fierce. They're fierce. We're competitive, right? Well, you should be if you want to, you know. Naturally, you're competitive. Your survival of the fittest has been proven, and evolution in itself says that the fittest and most competitive humans over time that survives. But yes, but no, it, like it does. It, it like in a way, the ones that adapt. And then you're trying to say that all right, since the '60s and 40 years, if humans have been around for a million years, you're saying in 40 years we're trying to we're trying to we're trying to change the way humans operate. It's probably why there's so many like divorces and and, and fucking issues in the world because like you're trying to you're trying to invoke radical changes in the evolution of a human being in the matter of like 40 years and you just can't do it well i also read like i read this like interesting thing about relationships back in like the 60s 50s and earlier like when you had like a disagreement between a husband and wife and like the neighborhood or the community would kind of like influence the couple to get back together whereas nowadays it's like eh. Just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's just the way it is. Throw in the towel. Just throw the towel. And, like, I'm not, like, I can't, like, I grew up in a divorced household. Like, I never even knew my parents together. So, like, and, like, I also don't have kids. So, like, I don't know what that struggle's like. So, like, it's very, it's very, I'm very, like, I have a very skewed perspective. But, um... I've seen people go through struggles in their relationships and come out on the other side or, like, stay together and not stay together. And, like, the idea of, like, putting a family together and, like, a team together. And I built, like, a, you know, a good team here. And, like, the struggle of putting that together and dealing with all the personalities and the ups and downs and, like, the wins and the losses. It's, like, it, it's, it would be very difficult for me or I don't know what the circumstances would have to be like. I guess they would have to be very, very volatile for me to just quit on that because, like, you've established this unit, especially as, like, the man of the household, in my opinion. Like, you you made the choice to, like, establish a family and, like, put this together and, like, be the leader of the pack and, like, for you to, like, throw in the towel or, like, abandon the pack or, like, metaphorically or, like, that... That's what happens, and, like, whether or not that's your intention, like, that's, like, the feelings that are put out into the universe when that happens. So, like, it fucks kids up. And, you know, nobody wants to stick around and be with a nasty bitch, but, like, if you can figure out how to, you know, figure it out or figure out where you made mistakes to make her the psycho that you probably turned her into, like, you need to, like, I mean, and that's me obviously commenting from having not had that experience. No, we're, we're but like, like know, it goes back to we're a country of convenience. We yeah. want it easy. Bad behavior. That's a good point, too. Bad behavior and allowing bad behavior, just like with kids. Mm. And, 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 again, behavior on both sides. But as a parent, if you allow bad behavior, it's only going to get worse. If you allow bad habits into a marriage, it only gets worse. And that's for both sides. 
right? But that's why I was so surprised by all these riots. Everybody was surprised last week, and I was like, how are you guys surprised by this? We just watched this. We literally watched a rerun of this all year long. Like, this isn't anything new. It's like, but it's the Capitol building. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, the Capitol building's owned by the people. Like, I'm pretty sure the doors are unlocked. Listen, in 1983, the Capitol was bombed. Everybody forgets that. The Capitol mm -hmm. was bombed in 1983. When Clinton left office, Mm -hmm. he pardoned. One of the women who did it, she was still locked up for bombing the Capitol. And he, he pardoned her. I'm oh, not saying, Jesus. okay, but th- our Capitol was bombed. Everybody's acting like in the, in the 60s, the Black Panthers came in. They went ahead. They had, they had guns. They stormed the Capitol. Okay? Everyone's acting like this is the first time this has happened? Isn't, Come on. Isn't, I forgot about the Black oh, Panthers shit. one. I forgot Yo, about the Black Panther one. Sousa Rosenberg is an American activist, writer in social justice and prisoner rights and former terrorist, was pardoned. Her sentence was commuted commuted to time served by President Clinton on January 20th. How much time did she serve? Rosenberg was sentenced to 58 years of imprisonment on on weapons and explosive charges. She not only bombed the U.S. Capitol, she also bombed something in, in uh, Boston, the, the, the fucking university. She spent 16 years in prisons during which she became a poet, an author, an AIDS activist, and President Clinton pardoned her. You fucking yeah. kidding me? If I get locked up, that's just what I'm going to become, a poet. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> get you, you out. Know? Dude, Meek, everybody dude Meek Mill got out of jail early Bill, because he's a poet. Bill Ayers ran Weather Underground. He, they, they were doing bombings. They killed a police officer. Obama considers him a close friend. I mean, come on. Some people are acting like, with, with Trump, that this is an unheard of thing. People storming the Capitol. You know, it's it's ridiculous. This has happened before. Don't act don't act shocked. And it's been going on all as you said all year long. We've had riots in cities. We've had cops being drug out. All right, because holy of this. shit! This listen to this. This is breaking. She also joined the, on May ninth. She joined the May nineteenth communist organization, which worked in support with the Black Liberation Army and its offshoots, the Weather Underground and Revolutionary Organization. Rosenberg was charged with a role in the nineteen eighty three United States Senate bombing. And the U.S. National War College and then in the New York Parolemen's Benefit Associations, but the charges were dropped as part of a plea deal. She bombed three fucking places, and this this bitch gets pardoned. She's angry. What's her name? Uh, Susan Lisa Rosenberg. Fuck. Fuck, dude. Insane. Now what is she doing? Well, she learned how to be a poet in prison, dude. She's a Probably like, fucking going from city to city with the Antifa. She's she's born in fifty five. She's getting up there. She's in the 70s. Dude, your kids uh, probably doing Antifa. She's an American writer. Let's type in her net worth. Dude, she serves as senior vice president. Oh my god, where is she from? So what does she do right she's, now? Uh, she serves as senior vice president to the investment and trust services manager. Services manager, F and M trust of the company, of where? What if John just discovered like the entrance to the Illuminati or something like that? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, she's the one. Like the fucking like cops show up right now and shut us down. We need to do. We need to do Facebook Live. We got, we got another door in here. I only saw one way in. I mean, we always got two doors. Oh, good, good. No, okay. As of 2020, Rosenberg serves as the vice chair of the board of directors of Thousands Currents, 
a nonprofit foundation that supports the fundraising and does administration work for the Black Lives Matter Global Network. She's, she's part of the she's BLM. Back. She's back. She's back. Into communism after being pardoned by fucking Bill Clinton. Once you're a bomber, you're always a bomber. You don't. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's like arson. It's, it's like arson. Like once you, once you, uh, or get, like, get or a child. Or, yeah, once you, or a child diddler. If you're like a, if you're one of those you, people, once you get a back. taste, you ain't going back. Yeah, ain't going back. Ain't deep programming that Holy shit. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. That's Damn. Hold on, let's type in thousand currents. What it? What is thousand currents? This is the After Five podcast where John Googles. Dude, I think everyone's sitting on their on the. People are shocked right dude, now. They're shocked. You said all those things so fast they don't. They're not even sure what they just digested. Dude, you want to recap it? Yeah, go ahead. Lady bombs three places: a federal building. The, which, and the U.S. Capitol, they're both federal buildings. What role did she play? It said she played a role, for her yeah. role played. She could have been, like, the one who wrote the checks for the explosives. You know what I'm saying? Like, when the movie credits go down, like, how far down the movie credits of the criminal thing is, like, that's what I always do. It's like, all right, you played a role in it, but, like, what did you do? Did you hold the gun? Okay, here you go. What did she do? Tell us. Dun, 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 tell Okay, she was found um, unloading 740 pounds of dynamite. Okay, she's guilty. Weapons, including a <laughs> submachine gun from a car. She admitted her role in the New Jersey case in which she had planned to supply others with explosives for politically motivated bombing. She's the fucking supplier. She gave somebody up, dude. That's how she got pardoned. Dude, yeah, she, she did. She, she, she snitched. She snitched. She snitched, She's dude. out of jail. That's exactly She's what She's the Takashi 6 9 of the fucking movement, dude. Dude. <laughs> She's a fucking, snitch. We just landed on fucking gold. You know what I think, dude? You came up with that. Well, that yeah. was good. He said that. That Clinton part, like. God damn, Papa. Dude, dude Papa Giorgio yeah, I, knows I, his I, shit. I do a lot of reading, all right? I do a lot of reading. I, I follow things. No people in Washington too. Keep, right? your, keep your ear to the streets. You got to know what's you got to know what's going on. I, I just find it funny. Hypocr- you know what it is hypocrisy? It's hypocrisy. It's they're acting like people are acting like they didn't protest. Democrats are acting like they didn't protest the uh, the certification of the vote in 2017. Oh yeah, right. The Nancy ex- Pelosi fought it. She stood up and rejected it. I literally, right? literally, someone on TV said today. That they should that it is unspeakable what they're doing by by challenging an election and claiming that there was fraud. That's exactly what they did in 2016, and they had three years to try to figure it out with a court case. Fifty million of the United States dollars went into seventy attorneys or whatever the attorney count was, right. and nothing came out of it. And in fact, what came out of it was the Obama and Biden administration actually did what they claimed that the Trump did. Over the Russia, Russia gate. Over 600 protesters stormed the Capitol when, when Brett Kavanaugh was confirmed. Oh, yeah. to the Supreme You're Court, right about that. Right? They stormed the Capitol. So so it's okay on one side, but it's not on the other. See, what is what is free? What is not free? Here's the problem. Like, you take somebody, you take, you take like, I would, if, if you told me a year ago, what are you? I would say that I'm... I'm I'm fiscally conservative, and I'm socially, like, in the middle, right? Because people who need help need help, right? Yeah, we're fiscally conservative, 
socially liberal. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm socially liberal. I'm socially in the middle. I'm socially right? liberal. And, but you you start looking at the biasness and the in the double standards, and all it does is push someone in the middle away. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's like how the like it's really hard to be in the middle. Like everything's getting pushed. Two things need to happen for me before like the next election or just kind of in general. Um, one, either the conservative, I don't see the Democrats getting their shit together for anybody anytime soon. And that disappoints me. But on the other foot, that means the Republicans need to like put on some sort of face going forward. where like, they're, we just don't pander to it. Like we just somehow just put on some elitist hat where we're just like, look, like when you children want when you guys want to discuss things, like we're here, but otherwise we just don't. We don't partake in these discussions. 2024, the Democrats are going to win the presidency in a landslide. And I, I say that. Yeah. I say that with confidence. I, I say that because people. The Democrats the will Democrats win. The Democrats are going to win. Because people are angry. They're angry. They feel, they feel isolated. They feel alienated. They don't feel like their leaders in Washington are listening to them. Um, so do you think people just won't vote? I don't think people will. I really don't. I don't think people will. And I think that whoever, I don't know who the Republicans would put up. Jocko. Come on. I'd vote for him. A lot of people would vote for Jocko, especially if you've never met Jocko or don't know anything about so, Jocko. You want you. But they're not going to do that. They're going to put up a, a Nikki Haley. They might run a Tim Scott. Well, you also have a, pe- a lot of people that just got elected into the House and a couple in the Senate. They're fucking young and they ran on Instagram and they got elected by Instagram. Correct. Right, they're so young, and they're and they're just popping off their mouth. Same way, uh, Alexandria Casio or Kez, or you can Kez, call her you can call her AOC. AOC, how she got elected? Like she just ran her mouth. She's popular on on. So you're gonna have a whole generation of popularism getting elected. They're not gonna be lawyers or army retired or or any military service. Like they're just gonna be people influencers. There's gonna be influencers. She can get influencers. In Congress, that'll be an interesting thing. But, like, there's one person I would vote for, but I hope he doesn't run. That's Dan Crenshaw. Because I hope he stays in the Senate because he is so good at what he does. You know what I mean? Or the House. He's in the House of Representatives. He'll move over to the Senate in no time. imagine an influencer? You say, now we now uh, newly elected. uh, This is Congressman D.C. Drano. Could you imagine? Yeah, it's going to be me. Dude, he's going to run. There's no question that right. guy's going into office. Popularity. He's absolutely going to run. That guy That guy at the start of this went from 600,000 followers, and now he has like 2 point something million. Mm-hmm. Until he gets canceled. Yeah. He's good at hiding his shit, because what he does, he, he screenshots his Twitter. His account's private, so anyone that fo- like, it's not like an open thing. So then anyone that follows him just follows him. But he screenshots, so the algorithm of Instagram can't read the screenshot of how he posts things. I've Not never yet. heard the word algorithm used so much as in the past three months. Yeah. I don't even I don't really don't even know what an algorithm is exactly, <laughs> but it's pretty It's like AI. It's pretty something. powerful. It's a complex series of equations set out to Matter solve, fact, a, I think solve I, a problem. I think I used that word at work the other day. I actually said Actually said, you know, the uh, computer, it's got its own kind of, like, algorithm in it. And I had no idea. I think I was talking about the on-off button on the computer. <laughs> I had no idea what I was talking about. Mm. Well, Interesting. I mean, we talked about a lot. Dude, thanks for sticking with us. If you stuck with us the whole time, was we salute you. That was intense. So if you don't own a generator, you might need one for the upcoming hurricane season. 
You good to own, right? Well, also, yeah. are we, are we, pitching, are we pitching generators? Is that what we're? No. Okay, I didn't know. Uh, no. All right. Yeah, I mean that or like bar top casinos. Yeah, bar, do bar top casinos. Get, get some gaming machines. Six machines. Just can double, double down and get some fucking machines. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But if I if I had to leave anybody with just like something, you know, um, I think we all need to like take a take a consideration to how much time we're spending on like the internet and things like that. Because I don't really know necessarily all the time if it's as bad as we all think it is. Right? And here's why. I think this is all going to just implode eventually. Like, there's no way for, like, the way things are working socially for it to continue the way it is. So something is going to, like, we never stay in one place. We're always changing. So, like, the decision needs to be made is, like, do you want to be given your information or do you want to, like, verify your information? Or, like, where are you getting your information from? Like, things like that. Like, the quality of information is becoming so important. And I know that, like, we are Americans and we're a country of convenience. Very true. But, like, you know, politics, you know, it's easy to avoid. But if you avoid politics, eventually politics, you know, find you. I think you could say if you don't know where to find your information, just from my first time on this uh, mm. podcast here, just tune into this podcast and you can get a full education. Podcasts right are a good way to get a lot of different people's perspectives. We in, try to have in, good con- in, quality in, in, conversation. This is a great podcast. This is a good in-depth conversation. I think we dug into it pretty good. But um, that, that's not us trying to be like, get, get your information from us. No, like, it's, a, it's like... Start questioning where start you're getting your shit from. Regardless of your liberal... Like, I don't care where you... Like, it's not a political agenda. Just, like, But, but the it. fact that po- po- uh, politics is taboo, and it's you shouldn't talk about it around the... Whoever came up with that was an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't talk about it at Thanksgiving. It's like, you know what? Those arguments, people, one, need to know how to argue and debate without getting emotional. That art is disappearing Discuss. very quick, oh, yeah. quickly. It's discussing, not arguing. It's okay. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah we need to discuss Fighting. things. Com- com- you need to have a have a conversation. Be like, so, hey, I hear so your point. You hear mine. People are forgetting, especially the next generation, are forgetting in the younger how to have a debate, and that needs to come back. And maybe it's all going to come full circle, and they, everything's going to like come back together. People are going to start it, talking again. It has to because it they don't to. know how to communicate now. It's all phones. Maybe maybe our next in twenty years our Congress they may not discuss anything they might just be shooting texts. Back We're gonna and be forth. back to flip phones in no time. Don't worry, it's coming. Maybe the good old flip, the burner, just fucking burner. Phone. You know you're hungry, dude. You're, I'm done. Shut it. I like it. Damn, dude. Damn, shut this down. That was a good podcast. Thank you. Nope. Coming on. Thanks, Papa yeah, thanks, thanks. Dude, we're, we're definitely going to have to have another another episode with this well-read gentleman. 